right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, afternoon, evening, depending on what time you are tuning in to episode 10 of the Milwaukee Media Podcast. Episode 10. Can you believe it? Congratulations. Congratulations, Carlos. Congratulations, George. 10 episodes of talking shit with me. (laughs) Thank you for talking shit with me. Really appreciate it. Thanks for talking shit with me, man. Very grateful. So I couldn't, there's a few people that I would, that I enjoy talking shit as much as than with you. I feel the exact same. Right? Absolutely. So. You make it easy. You make it easy to talk shit with. I, I I feel the same way about you, man. I think I think this is just what's making it so fun. You know, I um I, I it, it, the goal the 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 standard is everyone just says you you have a great podcast. You're doing great. You and George are awesome. <clears throat> you know, can't wait. You know, to see what you guys uh, bring. But the goal is fifty. Every successful podcast, the first goal. Is to get to fifty episodes, and here we are already at ten. What are so, you gonna buy me? Hmm? What are you gonna buy me for what? For the fiftieth? For, for our fiftieth episode? I don't know, man. We, I it, feel it, like I deserve something. It really depends on how the next. Maybe like a friendship bracelet. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like a lanyard. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Just keep giving me suggestions, <laughs> and I, I will. I will take Maybe note a of all of them. sticker. Oh, I, no, it's coming before that. You think so? Absolutely. We are gonna. We're, we should start. Um, yeah, I have some people lined up that are going to work on a logo and we'll scope that out together and, and then just get those stickers ordered and start, you know, maybe spreading Wouldn't that love. Wouldn't it be love. fun if we, people would submit like fun designs for a logo sticker and then we that, like wow. picked the best one that we like and that was like our inaugural one. That would be really cool. How cool would that be, That's guys? That's a great idea. Send all re- inquiries to moacamedia at gmail.com. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> I like that, dude. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, listen, this is this is a, a open community. format, you know, and I am, as much as I love style and design, I am not a graphic designer, even though I paid $12.99 a month for Canva Pro. <laughs> Which I just unsubscribed to. Like, oh, good. Okay. Like I got charged again, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm not using I'm this." I'm not using this at all. I, right. I was really hot. I went in real hot. You went in. You went in hot. I went in hot for like two weeks. Yeah. And then, I I I had a hard time understand. I wanted to do something, and it wasn't working the way I wanted it to. And then you're like, "Do it on your laptop," and then it was even worse on my laptop. Uh, and I it's just not our strong suit it's not our strong suit i have a respect for graphic designers that i think most people don't because i've tried i've tried to use things like adobe whatever that shit is whatever that that, is that photoshop is uh, that the photoshop company there's another one that's like i think it's illustrator that one that like allows you to create like design from scratch and like transparencies and it's basically like how a lot of people use the program that people use to create logos and stuff graphic design and um it is really fucking hard absolutely and when you're looking at something and you're just like oh can you make it bigger oh can you make it this and it's like that that those three suggestions is going to take me five hours right and because it's amazing they're all like everything is like cont- one thing you move one thing and like 12 other things move 
and you're afraid to touch anything. That's and then you get a professional to do it, and they're like, "Oh, okay, boop, doo, doo, boop, okay, done." And you're like, "Just uh, like that, boop, de doo, boop." That's right. Yes, boop, de doo, boop. And then, as opposed to mine, which is like error four hundred four file not fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what the fuck? Where'd all my work go? Why am I in Excel? <laughs> How did I automatically switch software? I'm just gonna use paint. Like that's I'm just gonna use paint. <laughs> retro. A very very retro logo. Yeah, that's it. I like your idea though. I did that's honestly people, like I how- honestly created a logo in paint and then I sent it to a graphic designer and all they shot me back was an L O L O L O L O L O L. And you're like, and yeah, I'm like, here, here's something you can start with. And they're like, ha, no. That's not gonna happen. And then they made it like really great. Wow. Yeah, and that was my first Pride RX t-shirt. I was like, awesome. Yeah, it's a good design. It's a good not design. realizing how long it took them to do it and and all the effort that went and all behind the work it. that and goes they did into it, all it for free. It was super sweet. Really? Yeah, really, really. Who, who are those? Where are those people now? Maybe? I I think they live in Tennessee. Okay. Her name is Jackie, and his name was Will. They were friends mm. of mine from my very first CrossFit box, CrossFit Gables. Okay. Yeah. The kettlebell, you know that kettlebell logo? The pride, pink pride shirt with the kettlebell and the RX and the thing? Yeah, they did that. Oh, yeah. that's, that's really good. Yeah, Maybe yeah, they yeah. can help us out. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there in the universe. I mean, if they listen to the podcast, yes, they can yeah. help us out. <laughs> but yes, if anybody has those skills and they want to share a logo idea with us, we will give you full credit. Absolutely. Full credit. Full credit to our yeah. 200 followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, but how many how many how many downloads are we averaging now? We're averaging like probably, I think per episode within a week. Uh, yeah, we're like uh, per week like a hundred. Okay, and then, so we have um total total episodes downloaded like for all of our episodes we're like over, at over a thousand. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we definitely have uh, uh and, and the reviews that some which we'll read later uh, have been really kind and really really informative also and awesome and you know it just and it's only 10 episodes george it's only 10 i mean to us it's I a feel huge like it's accomplishment been a really long time though like can we, we like when you think about that first episode of being at my house and we were like working out and then we did the thing and it was like really echoey and the dogs were really barking and things were just kind of like we're just getting started i feel like such a long time ago though. but it was on like july 20th so much we have we have since then in a short bit still like I mean, i've gained five pounds <laughs> no, I, th- no honestly, I don't think I've gained any weight. I think I've actually lost weight. Thank God. We've, we've, we've grown in every we've way. We've grown, you know, emotionally, physically, yeah, physically. <laughs> weightly. Fuck. Well, I, it, it's, I can't believe that it, is, it hasn't even been two months. So that's to me, I, and I, I value what you're saying. It does feel longer. Number one, I feel like we've grown a lot. We've learned a lot about the podcasting world in a short period of time, which makes it feel longer because we've just taken in and digested and processed so much information in a short period of time. And, you know, between like the, the social part, you know, getting our name out there, getting the podcast out there uh, mixed with the, te- you know, the technological component with the recording component, the editing component 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 like you know just uh it's it's very it's a lot to take in in what it will be two months in you know a couple days it'll be two months we haven't even hit the two month mark so um but then you know then i get excited because i think well 
if we can do this much in a little under two months, what can we do in a year? Try and take over the world. <laughs> the same thing we do every night, Pinky. <laughs> pinky in the brain. Right? Wow. Right? Yes. I used to have a Pinky in the brain t-shirt in high school, and I thought I was the shit. You probably were. I mean, people really liked that shirt. Like, yeah. I got a lot of compliments. I really kind of wish I kept that it's shirt. It was a great show. Pinky in the brain was the shit. It was a great show. Absolutely. I don't even remember what, what it was on. No, it was on Animaniacs. Was Animaniacs right. was the show on like the WB back in the day when there was a channel called the WB. I don't even know what it's. Is that the CW now? I have no idea. Anyhow, yeah, Pinky yeah. the Brain. Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, I um. What are we gonna do tonight, Brain? <laughs> the same thing we do every night, Pinky. That's good, right? You're good with impressions. I don't think so. But no, I. You understand the vibe. I I'm get sure the vibe. if we play it, I, was, I just sounded like a German person and someone with a sore throat, like, <laughs> you know, like my Jamaican accent and my Irish accent and my Australian accent are the same accent. It's all one blend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we uh, just a quick recap. We we ran three miles this morning. Well, define run. Because we definitely forward movement we, for three miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is week two of our soul, sweat, turkey, trot, 5K prep that we are not participating in. Correct. But we're just training for right. to like get in the axe. It's our Sunday cardio day. Like it's a, the day that we were going to run. And so we're going to the gym. We're like pulling out those air runners. And for people who don't know what an air runner is. Imagine you get on a treadmill and and you know how like you press the buttons and you set it up to four and then the track starts moving and then you just try to keep up with the treadmill. That is a treadmill. These machines are not like that. These machines are it doesn't move until you start walking on it or running on it. So you have to literally pull the track underneath you in order for it to go and if you run too fast, the track goes the faster you run, the faster the track goes. So you have to find your cadence, your balance, um, it forces you to like use proper running technique in order for, in order for you to move that track, in order for you to get the distance that you want to get. Right. Um, and I am not a runner by any means necessary. You're a sprinter. We, as s- we, we talked, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. when it comes to running, I am not a runner, but if I am going to, if I would sign myself up or, or I would to train for a specific type of like track and field distance. It would definitely be a sprint, but I don't know what I was going to say next. I'm not a runner, but we did it. We but did we, the three yeah, miles. We did the three miles, and it's harder on an air runner. It takes longer. So my it experience, my first time on the air runner was last week, and and what I I, I it took me a while to play around with it and. I just realized it's just my take on it and maybe I'm using it wrong. I don't know. But my take on it is that it forces you to keep a proper form while running. So you can actually run a faster mile out on, you know, on the, on the pavement, on the concrete. Yeah. You know, you can run a faster mile, but it doesn't mean that your body or your body mechanics are being used or, or, or are on point, right? You could be putting more stress on, you know, 
your hips or you could be putting more stress on different areas of your body. Um, a lot of the first thing to go when you're under fatigue is your core and you should use your core a lot when you're running and mm-hmm. a lot of people lose that. So then it puts a little bit more strain on the back. And, and so what the air runner forces you to do is maintain that form. And sometimes that causes you to slow down, but also when you want to speed up, you feel tighter. You feel like you're, you kind of brace for that speed Mm -hmm. and, and it makes you keep like a really good form. So I finished three miles today in 39 minutes, which is a very long time compared to my running days, right? My running days where I had 10 minute miles, but again, 10 minute miles where my back would start hurting, where, you know, my calves would start hurting, where, you know, I was putting pressure on different areas of my body and not distributing that pressure uh, or that that stress on the body evenly. And the air runner helps you do that. So I'd rather do the 39 minutes in the way that I ran today than doing it in 30 with poor form. And then like, you know, almost 10 minutes later, I finished. (laughs) At 47. Okay. And it was, it's just really hard. And I, the thing is, I've run 5Ks before and I've done every five every 5K I've ever run has been under 30 minutes. And so it's a mind fuck for me to get on this thing and to see the time just tick by and me not be able to keep up at that pace. Like, I understand that because of the way that this machine is like designed and because of like my running mechanics, um, I am not at like the speed and level to be able to push this thing faster than I said, the people who might be better runners than I am. I feel like I'm just better. Like, like you said, like you, you compensate for bad, uh, mechanics easier on dry land than you do on this thing. But yeah, it was, it's a mind fuck to be on that thing for you know you think to yourself oh a 15 minute mile is really fucking slow but i challenge people to get out to run three miles on this on, on this an air machine. runner not on a treadmill just on a fucking air mm-hmm. runner or there's another one they're called they're they have different name different manufacturers have different names some of them are called, are called there's one that's called true form runner it's the same thing where it's basically like you're you power the machine right exactly and um, that's that's amazing i think i feel that that's amazing i love it i i actually ran on it after a wad the other day uh and it was it was oh, you're cool. getting an extra training i'm sorry oh you're doing extra training <laughs> it was only one day oh, wait, and, what? and it was only wait, but what and it was it was only half a mile oh what? Uh, it was only excuse half me a mile. <laughs> i thought we were in this kind of together oh well, was just, this is a competition now <laughs> oh now we're racing Oh, I love that. Oh, now we're going to sign up and race? <laughs> now we're doing a 5K race? I know, a Milwaukee but- Media Challenge race at the Turkey Trot? I'm not doing that. I know. But based on based on my pattern, would it be surprising if I'm like... No, you <laughs> race the warm-up. <laughs> Guys, we were doing bear crawls to just to warm up. And I wasn't even paying attention. And the next thing I know, Carlos is like, oh, we're racing? And he like takes off. I'm like, guy, what are you doing? <laughs> guy. Guy, what are you doing? <laughs> I just started laughing. Oh my gosh, man. That was funny. So, okay. So, but I feel like, um, it's definitely um, beneficial. I definitely feel like the more of this that I do, there's a part of me that does want to run a 5k. I don't want to run the fucking Turkey trot because that is a shitty ass race in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather run another 5k, um, and see what my time is like. 
Okay. After all of this training is done. After all the training is done. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, and it's, and how about like how, we've been feeling a certain way this week. Our bodies have been a little a little off, off right? Yeah. What was your how would you describe your week as far as that goes? It has been me like doing everything I can to fight off the beginning of a flu. Okay. Like it hasn't fully manifested and I haven't gotten into like full flu, but I like like on Thursday on Thursday, I had a bunch of like doctor's appointments that I had already scheduled, nothing to do with the way I was feeling. And by the end of the day, or no, by the middle of the day, like I got home like around three, I felt really dizzy and kind of like woozy. And I was scheduled to go work out, but I canceled the class. And when David came home, I asked him to like take my temperature and I was close to 100 degrees. Okay. Um. So it was like That's like a lowish high. fever, but it was there. But it was there enough was to like, not go fuck. work out. That's and for so sure. He like gave me a bunch of like the Brazilian pharmaceuticals. I'm sorry, Brazilian pharmaceuticals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, they have a whole collection at their house. It, it was there was a there was a liquid concoction, and then there was a, a a set of two pills followed by a one pill, and then a chaser, a water chaser. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it was like an egg shaped thing, and then like a blue shaped thing. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. And did you feel better? I, so I slept very, very well. For how long? Because I was sedated as fuck. <laughs> um, and I slept until, uh, I don't know, like nine. Okay. Probably like 10 hours I slept. And I woke up feeling much better. I took my temperature in the morning. The fe- but was, my temperature was back to normal. Um, we went and I did a, the, I did a, the class workout. Um, very light. Um, felt good to move around. I wasn't. I went to the gym because David wanted to do bench press because he's getting ready to do a competition mm-hmm. um, that that Danny actually manipulated him into doing. So mm. that's another story. Um, and he's training, and I wasn't gonna do shit. I was just there at the gym, kind of like eating shit. And then um, Frank w- asked me if I was gonna do the workout. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, do, do you want to do it together? I'm like, okay, fine, sure. So we did it, and it was like an eleven-minute time cap, which I was like, "Okay, fine, I can sweat for eleven minutes," and I felt fine. But then, like the rest of the day, I was kind of like a little bit of a cough, kind of a little bit. You can feel like they can conge- just when are you attuned to your body? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I well, yes and no, but we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I am a lot of the time. In certain areas, I'm not. I know when I can. F- I I am aware of when I'm off. Like. I can feel like, especially when it's like sicky, fluey, like I can feel my, my, my sinuses start to get a little tighter. I can feel my breathing get heavier. Like it feels like my lungs maybe have fluid in them or like it's mucusy. I can, I understand, I feel it. And then my body gets hot and cold at the same time, which is a really crazy feeling. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. No, ma'am, Pam, we are <laughs> not doing this today. So it's like break out the NyQuil, break out the vitamin C, break out the music. The Brazilian pharmaceuticals. That, uh, Brazilian pharmaceuticals <laughs> is only one. I mean, I, you, can't go in, you can't go in on that. That okay. is just like a bombardment. You know, okay. that's like you go in and it clears the field <laughs> and then you go in and then with the regular, you know, FDA shit. Got it. <laughs> just to like really like that's the first bombing. This right. one goes in and just to like keep everything from growing back got it okay um okay. yeah because you can't live on that shit dude i'd be mm-hmm. like i you can't even operate heavy machinery i think i was texting you that night yeah you were <laughs> and it was very interesting i was like oh this is fun i was like this is very <laughs> it, it, like 
It was great. It was, I, 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 I loved it. I don't it. remember what I was texting you, but I do remember, I think, us having a chat. You know, it's been very, and I don't know if this sounds fucked up or not. I mean, some people take it the wrong way, and I don't know, but everybody's got to find what works for them. And, and in this sober stage that I'm in, it's so much fun to talk to people who are drinking, you know? And I'm not saying you were drinking. I know you weren't drinking, but yeah. I just kind of related. And, and so, so I... Even though you weren't drinking, but you were in a, in a kind of a different state. So, like, kind of like talking, chatting with you, and that text thread was just so fun. It was so fun because I'm like, I know, like, I can imagine what he must feel like right now. And it's, and, and like, you're like, oh yeah, like, I remember one time I felt like this and, and I was driving and it felt like a video game. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the time I took gel tabs. Yeah, it was yeah. so, but you're telling me all these things. And I'm like, this is so funny. And then I've had other experiences too where I'm like, people, like throughout the night get drunk and they start talking to me and I'm like this is really fun and I, I'm not making fun of them it's just nice to see people in a more relaxed state mm -hmm. where they share more and like I can engage with them and there's and that like that not, happy uninhibited yeah silly part before it gets sloppy before it gets sloppy yeah and it's really fun like it's really fun because it's about 45 minutes of fun it's about 45 <laughs> minutes of fun and then then you know then people get a little sloppy but um so then, but today you were running and, and I, I feel like you got more of that, those toxins out of your body. It I hope so. I definitely hope so. I definitely hocked up a loogie. Awesome. And that's, so that's a good sign. I feel like that's a good sign. And it wasn't green. So that's very good. Good. When I, good. I always like to look, you always want to find, if your phlegm is clear, that's great. If it's like cloudy, okay. If it starts to turn like yellowy brown and grain, you got a problem. Absolutely. And so it was a little cloudy. So I feel like, yeah, it was, it was, a, for me, it was a great run because George, um, we've been talking about some things going on with, with uh, it's time for me to have certain conversations with my oldest son. And that's where we initiated the run. And you, and you were like talking to me about like how I was going to approach him and like things like that. And then the rest of the run, I was focused on that. So oh, is that where you went to? Yeah, I went to okay. that. Yeah. So it really, so thank you for that. Yeah. It, it was like triggering thought and I was like, okay. And then I'm running and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like role play, trying to like, you know, how am I going to touch on these sensitive subjects? You know, he's turning 13 in January and it's time to have certain talks, the talk, the talks, like the talks we have on this podcast uh -huh. and to have it with him. And, and I know that he's in certain environments and stuff. So that's where I went. Um, did your parents have a birds and the bees talk with you? Never, <clears throat> never, ever, never, ever. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So were you waiting for it and then just never came? No, no. I mean, it was just one of those things where everything just like, kind of happened I naturally. Think we need to talk about the, the bees and the birds no it just kind of and he's like go on out birds and bees go <laughs> no i guess your father's chilean he's not yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it was uh it, it was very it was just not spoken about okay. and it's very much like figure it figure it out on your own kind no of thing is the end yeah not even okay. not even like none of that was ever touched upon so i want to like you know break that pattern um luckily i never you know, was heavily like a participant and like I wasn't promiscuous or anything like that. But, um, but it was, uh, it was, it never got myself into trouble in that department, but, um, but no, it was never spoken about, but I do want to break that pattern. Cause I feel like th times are different now and it's time to talk about certain things just to kind of prepare him, uh, for, I mean, the, you could the, turn a blind eye and pretend like you like that. We don't know that we live in a time when kids have access to like, 
adult content the way that we have access. I mean, if we can get there, they can get there. And if they may not think about it, but my guess is that someone knows and someone has told somebody and it's gotten down. Like, I'll never forget when I was, I must have been in high school. There was like, this is back before the internet, right? And so like, but like, people had like scanners. And so someone had like digitized like porn images mm-hmm. and put yeah. them on like a disc. Right. And yeah, then yeah, people started copying the disc and it, the disc went around yeah. or copies of the disc went around. And I ended up with a copy of the disc because of course it did. <laughs> and, but like, it was like, I don't want like, we would like share it with like, it was a thing. Like it just happened. I don't remember how it came to be in my possession. Um, and who knows where the fuck the disc is now. Um, but yeah, like all that stuff disseminates. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the times that we're in. It's very, I don't, you know, I, I, I know that he's probably seen things that, have you watched that show on HBO called Euphoria? No, I okay. haven't. What's it about? It's about teenagers in high school today and their stories. Should I watch it? Do you think I should watch it? I, I mean, and it's like a super like artistic, like it's a beautifully artistically like rendered show. Um, Zendaya's in it and she's amazing. Um, there's another actress, Hunter Schaefer. Um, in it um and they're awesome uh should you watch it i think it's a good show it's not something i would binge because it gets very dark very quickly okay there's a lot of like teen angst anxiety Mm. mental health disorders uh gender identity issues sexuality issues a lot of like weird sex things really that when you start to think about that these are like teenagers teenagers maybe i should watch it for just like it see i don't know like i mean this is I, I would, I, let's okay let's put ourselves back in our 15 year old doc martens okay okay got it we're in our it's 1994 right right, right. 1994 we're in our docs in our levi jeans we're in we're in the living room watching television. Yeah. My so-called life. And a sex scene comes on the television and your mom and dad are sitting, are flanked between, and you're between your mom and dad. How are you feeling inside? Awful. Trágame tierra. Uh, Absolutamente. Like, I really wish I could be anywhere else but in this moment Anywhere, but Anywhere but right now. All you're thinking is don't fucking say anything. And le- please don't anyone say nothing. Yeah, let's pretend this didn't happen. Yeah, no, yeah, please to the next and scene. And then inevitably, one of our parents would be like, well. <laughs> or like my mom once like took her hand and shielded my eyes. She's like, don't look at this, sweetie. Oh, my God. And I'm like, man. oh, my God, you just made it weird. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. Now I want to see. <laughs> I mean, mind you, we were watching like the... Um, Oh my god, what was this? We were watching the story of, I guess, Oscar Wilde. Okay. And it was like a Jude Law movie. And Jude Law is like basically like having sex with this old guy. And my mom's like, oh, don't mm-hmm. look. And I'm like, get your hand out. That's Jude Law's ass. I'm trying yeah, to see that. Yeah. This is the best part of the movie. Hello. What are you talking about? I'm going to save this for later. <laughs> I'm going to put in my mental digital like disc drive. 
Um, on Diss Drive, for those people who don't know, actually, okay. a lot of our listeners, <laughs> all of our listeners know who Diss yes, Drive is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they all were there for dial up and all that shit. Yeah. The, the, yeah, no, it's, it's, I, the, I feel that like what I was telling you, one of, one of my uh, doctors shared with me that, you know, he's, he's never had to prescribe so much, you know, um, erectile dysfunction medication in to men in their twenties ever because it's the, the, because of the whole access to pornography on the internet. Um, and so, you know, we had, I had a really fascinating discussion with him where he's like, he's like, Carlos, you have to understand that at a very young age. And he said, you know, already like beginning at 13, 14 or 15, which is (laughs) my my son's going to be 13 in January. Yeah. He's like, um, and we weren't talking about my son, but when he said those numbers, I was like, oh shit. Right. And, and, and he's like, you know, you, you have access to Hollywood special effects just pornography sex it looks like a fucking marvel you know superhero movie but the sex version of that right and you have these kids and older and you know people in their 20s who are you know relying on that and watching that so much that when they get to the real thing in real life it's like nothing oh. like that Right, it's it's the one that you don't click on. It's the <laughs> that's the best way to put it, George. That's so. Everyone good. is having the sex that you don't want to watch. <laughs> like, like. Okay, have, I'm gonna so I'm gonna good. whisper this. Have you ever made a sex tape? No, I have not. Would you ever make a sex tape? Not opposed. Would you watch your own sex tape? Yes, for for like you know, kind of like criticism and like make see what I can do better. Of course. <laughs> wow, you surprised me. <laughs> oh my god! Because yes, I have made a sex tape. No, I would never want to watch the sex tape. And uh, I don't know what the third question was, but no to that too. <laughs> that too, because I'd just be like, oh my god, like, I, and it's. Definitely because of the, it's definitely because of like, like my own like body thing stuff. And if you are, there's a, there's an amount of vulnerability that you have to have in those, in, in, in that moment to be able to be, to be in, for you to enjoy it, I think. Absolutely. Or at least I feel that way. Well, I mean, the reality is I'll probably never do that, but like, you know, in a hypothetical, like, you know, as far as like, uh, for practical purposes, I don't see why not. Like, you know, cause as as we get older and and uh, intimacy is such an important part of marriage that you know you you always need to explore things that can make you better in that department. I just don't know that I need a video of it. No, probably not. I mean, you know, and especially like I I already struggle with a distorted self image issue, so like I don't need to like watch myself. Probably. Like if I really want to like listen, if my like if I really want to. I don't want to be distracted and you know if i see like a love handle hanging out the wrong side like that's going to be distracting and like have you ever have you ever felt like you had to suck it in during sex oh uh, yes okay that is the fucking worst feeling it is the worst feeling because it inter- it interferes with the natural flow of what your body's trying to do yeah like you can't like it's really hard for you to suck it in and have an orgasm it's nearly impossible actually like because like, because you're contradicting. The, the, the are you sucking it in right now? No, no, no. Okay, definitely not. Oh, you are. You're testing it out. You're like, wait a minute. Let me think about that for a second. Uh, no, yeah. I, um, well, I mean, I think that you you 
definitely, like you said, that's the, in that part of the intimacy, the most important part of the intimacy is the vulnerability, right? In that moment. And, uh, and I think that, um, you got to be really comfortable and that's why it's so important to be comfortable with the person and you know, you know I think and all this it is i know i say this a lot and it's definitely like one of my it's definitely like a big mark like a big thing for me and it's the whole idea of being conscious and if you are not conscious during sex i mean like and not just being like sober but like there in the moment present and like fully engaged like fully giving of yourself to your partner um then you're cheating yourself out of an amazing experience and you're also cheating your partner Right. Um, if you're anywhere else, like in your head, like thinking about whatever you think you have to do or like how you look or, um, you're just getting in your way of, you know, of, of that. Right. No. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, um, and, and I think that people in our generation do a better, we do a better job of it. I think the younger generation is actually the one that's kind of like dealing with more right now. I mean, you would know because you talk to those people like in those clinical settings. Have those things come up? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've come up. Uh, there's just a lot of... That whole ED thing with the doctor thing is so wild to me. But I understand, I think where he's, I understand where like, why that would be the case. And it's there's a desensit like what like people become desensitized yes. to images over the course of time, and it's why like if you like people who watch like a lot of porn eventually just have to go like digging deeper and deeper to get like to become more and more aroused. Yep, like the standard you know one guy one girl missionary romantic sex eventually starts to lose its luster and you need to start exploring other genres right um which you know like i think when it comes to sex as long as it's consensual you can really like the sky's the limit um but when you are young um, and you haven't had uh, the life ex- the life experience that I think and the maturity that you would need to be able to explore uh, all of those things, um, it could become detrimental. Yeah, you know, like there's like like it comes up in the it comes up in the show, and it's this notion where like there's a where mo- like a lot of the porn that straight men watch is usually like super aggressive and like like close to if not violent against the woman like these rape fantasies and mm. they have those in gay and gay porn too and people like love to watch that stuff and like i have a hard time relating oh totally. like i don't want to watch th- i i don't want to watch that well, nobody should be suffering <laughs> i mean it's just like i just i guess i'm curious am i curious Am I, I don't want to say I'm judging, but I'm definitely kind of judging in my head right now. Like, well, there's so many that darkness. Yeah, like, that human behavior that? part is very fascinating. It's not about the the sex part; it's about the human behavior part of what is it that's that makes that turn you on? Like that, me putting any type of you know uh, you know harm on anybody else during such a what's supposed to be sensual, intimate, you know, sensitive act is it that to, to bring those two worlds together. To me, that personally doesn't make any sense. You know. Did you and watch the Fifty Shades of Grey? No, no, I did not. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I was 
I was uh, kind of curious because of the boom and like, like, oh my gosh, like there was such, it was such a big thing for women and women of all ages and everyone was into it. Like all the, I mean, females were into it. And, you know, I guess out of curiosity at one point I was like, maybe I'll sit and watch the movie, but I never, never got around to it. Didn't interest me much. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's another thing like the, 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 the aggression, the, and, and I can't imagine cause for boys, boys are having a hard time because they're even just going to the beach. I mean, I can't imagine like they're going to the beach and you know, they're 12 years old and there's ass everywhere. And you know, I, but there's, there's ass. that's like, I mean, but that's a standard now when we were growing up, it really wasn't. I mean, now there's like, yes, it was, there's was always there? been ass on South beach. Well, I, I, I don't recall that growing up, but Did I mean, they're to, exposed that's you to probably a lot to like family friendly, keep game. Correct. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But it, but still, but even then, I mean, I mean, um, you know, some of like some of my my son's peers, th- these girls are wearing those like cut off jeans where the ass cheeks are hanging out, you know, listen, and these girls are 13 years old, man. And it's really like it's impactful because I don't recall and I went to public school and private school and I don't recall seeing any of my classmates, my female classmates showing any type of extra stuff like they were covered in the places they needed to be covered and that was all we got huh i'm trying to think of what we wore in middle school and high school and it was covered because like in school it was covered because we had uniforms and i'm trying to think like outside of school like yeah there was people girls wore shorts always wore short shorts i don't know if the booty cheek hung out the way you're describing it no i don't think it did when we were growing up um i like that but i mean there was there was like if there was like a school car wash or whatever like you know people like would wear bikini tops and short shorts. No, that, yeah, that, yeah, and, and it, it was fine. But even the shorts, they weren't that they weren't so revealing. I mean, I, I just feel. Look, I'm not. I'm not trying to play the conservative conservative card here. All I'm saying is that in comparison, what my 13 year old boy is seeing on a daily versus what I would see at a daily at 13 when I was 13 in 1990. I mean, is it, is it it's just very our conditioning that we've sexualized these bodies to the point that now just the body part makes it your mind just goes to I want to stick it in. I, you know, maybe I, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I mean, I, I, you go to other cultures and you know, like you go to cultures, European cultures, South American cultures where the beaches are basically like nude, if not complete, if they're not totally nude, they're like, you know, yeah, string bikinis so they're conditioned for it and to not ass, be a big ass, deal. ass all the time. They get out like, you know, Rio de Janeiro, that is ass and titties and, you know, speedos and tangas and malangas and everything just hanging out. <laughs> And you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point because I think a lot of it is like uh, so much of it is psychological because a 13 year old boy who's been raised in Rio is not going to be so affected by those visuals because it's so common and he grew up seeing that. Sure. And here, or like, if you're like you go to a tapas beats and you see boobs everywhere, you know, it's not a big deal to right. you because you become you're like, desensitized That's totally to it. Fine. Right. Or even desensitized. Like, yeah, you're not like overly stimulated or like, it's not like, a t- it's not this idea of it being like taboo or porny or sexual right. in any way. It's just, it's, that's the female form. Those are breasts. It happens. Like there's no reason to like, like blow a load over it inappropriately in right. public. Right, exactly. I'm going to stick it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. 
<laughs> love boobs though. Sorry, I love boobs. So um, you know, uh, go for it. Hey, hey man, how about know? it? <laughs> but I, so I'm going to. Um, so the, 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 if if we're gonna you know just to kind of you know with to finish this thought process with with my son is like. It, what I was telling you the, right before right before we got to like half a mile and we stopped talking to each other my last words to you on that air runner were it's just really difficult for me to acknowledge that he's at that point in his life because when I look at my son I still look at him like a little boy and I know he's not I know the reality I'm very insightful and I know my reality my yeah. reality is that he's not a boy he's going through puberty he's he's you know he looks Dad, like a man yeah he looks like a man that. Oh my gosh! I just embarrassed him. Oh Crap! God. I might edit that part out. Does he get, um, does he listen to this? No, he doesn't listen okay. to this. Um, so you know, I, I I I kind of, but in my mind, the way I look at him is is he's just a little boy. He's a little boy, and I got to get past that, and I acknowledge that, and that's what why. What grade is he in? He's in seventh grade. Okay. So yeah, but I mean, any parent, I mean, you know, I I'm, the shit I'm, starts to turn around this time. Yeah, I'm open. I'm open to to feedback from any of my fellow parents out there listening because it this is new to me and and it's funny just like i know i've mentioned this in almost every of the previous nine episodes but i'm great at giving advice to other people it's i'm it's really hard just, to help you know myself what? like really okay, hard to apply it to myself you let me know what people tell you i'm curious to see what kind of feedback you're gonna get back because i i say that because when it comes to parenting which i am not I do know that there are a lot of people with a lot of opinions. This is true. On that. And so good luck with those opinions. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. You know, I take it back. Don't give me any of your feedback. <laughs> I'll handle it. This is how you got to do it. This is how you got to do it. This is how you have to do it. This yeah, is how you have to do it. This yeah. is how you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's and, very, it's a lot. Um, It'll be overwhelming. Um, but it's going to happen this week. So, um so yeah, so there's there's that, but the uh, the the whole thing with the the pornography is a very very interesting uh, very interesting topic, and, and it's a slippery slope, right? Like, I don't I don't like to like berate or like you know one thing because you know of the fringes uh, associated with them, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I watched, um, there's like, there's a little bit of a part of me and I think it's probably like n nurture in that I'm skeptical, um, about things and I question a lot of things, which inevitably has like led me down like rabbit holes on the internet of like conspiracy theories. And one of those that I saw recently was the idea that, um, free porn is a weapon mm. against, uh, like humanity. Wow. Yeah. In what way? In a way to desensitize um, and to remove people from having any kind of like true like social interaction and to dehumanize. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was like, I mean, it was kind of dark, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's, it was thought provoking. It was definitely thought provoking. And then I think of, have you ever seen the movie um, Red Sparrow? No. I didn't know. It was this movie about like uh, Russian sleeper agents that you know go around and like kill and collect information, you know, and for like for the you know the advancement of the state and blah blah blah, and how they use sex as a weapon against you know other people and like 
to get secrets from people and just yeah. the whole idea of like there's people that say that the sexual revolution was a weapon of governments against its people to um to dehumanize and to like try to give people i don't i don't honestly like i'm talking about something that i don't have all the information no, on no, but, but it's think, available yeah. out there and it's kind of like when you think about it like when you i mean like all conspiracy theories you, th- you start to like read up on it you're like oh <laughs> oh <laughs> well oh <laughs> i don't know how to, oh, i'm not it's not all hogwash because there's a, like a, there's definitely got to be like at least like a little nugget yeah, there's gotta be some logic and practicality right? in it um, absolutely i was like oh wow well huh okay you know because it's like it's for as 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 much progress as we've come into um and of the advancements and you know things that you probably never thought you would see or hear um we're still like it seems like we're just really still stuck or there's a group of people trying to like pull us away or fighting from that yeah like I don't know. I just got very philosophical. No, 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 no. I mean, because, well, sex is a really nasty, but it's also a nasty weapon. I mean, in in marriage counseling, I mean, in in marriages in general, our society, at least this society that we're we're in, at least in this culture in the United States or Miami or whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, marriage counseling, that's like the the we go against the rules of marriage all the time and and in marriage and not only marriage i mean and just in romantic relationships we use sex as a weapon all the time i mean you know for example or currency uh, currency absolutely i mean we use we use all these things that the so the the key the three things that lead to divorce right the main things the top three things are finances in-laws and um, a relationship within laws or closeness within laws, whatever, and intimacy and sex. And it's funny because we actually use those things, the things that you should be working together on with unhealthy couples or couples that are going through a hard time, we use those things against each other. So, you know, oh, uh, it like, for example, in, you know, with couples, oh, don't, pi- you know, don't piss her off because then it means you don't get any tonight. You know, so there's that whole thing, right? Ooh. Yeah, and it's like, um, no, you shouldn't use or withhold or use sex as a punishment in a marriage, right? You shouldn't, and, and you know, and or and I'm, I don't want to. That's just a stereotype, like sure. very stereotypical, you know, thing. But I mean, guys, you know, do it too. Or, or I'm pissed. I don't feel like I'm sex. Whatever, you know, like it, it could happen. And 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 it's actually the one thing you should say. You know, why don't we try to make up? Let's you know, let's let's try and grow together. Let's try and talk. Let's like you know, get this intimacy back instead of like, oh well, you said this and you pissed me off, so now you know my legs are closed or whatever. You know, like that <laughs> that that whole that whole concept is v- so. Um, it leads to so many problems, you know, I mean, because there's people out there who think that the, that other person is going to settle for that and and just that's it. Like, OK, I guess no sex for me. But really, what do people do? They say, OK, well, if I'm not going to get it here, I'm going to get it somewhere else. Absolutely. And then it's like, oh, well, this person cheated. What a bad person. And like, OK, but you got to bring it back to where did it where did it initiate from right and a lot of times it's that using sex as a weapon like using sex as a weapon in relationships and 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 it's so unhealthy so to, for it to grow or for there to be a conspiracy theory on that does not surprise me at all you know mm-hmm. yeah so and then you said also 
what, because I triggered something you said, I said income or finances. And you said that there's using that as a weapon as well. Or did I misunderstand? I said that? sex as a currency as, as a currency. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, like, yeah, sex is a weapon. The way that you describe it, sex is currency. Like, you know, oh, you are nice. Let me open up shop. Or I'm going to do something nice because I want to get some. There you go. I'm right. going to like be romantic because I want to get some. Because there's something oh, in the it way, for me. You know, you know what? The funny thing is, is that a lot of these, like, I, like all these, like, you know, cliche ideas of romance usually do not get you laid. Like, you're not going to take me to a nice restaurant and then stick it in me. <laughs> You're not. You're not going to fill me up with a five-course gourmet meal and spend a lot of money on me and then expect me to put out. Because the last thing I want to do after a five-course meal is have sex. Let's, let's, like, we're keeping it real, man. Just so we're you know. keeping it real. And, Just so you that, know. and that is male, females, gay, straight. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's so many you people out there. Fuck off that is eat. the last thing I want to. It's me. And there, I have guy friends that are like, bro, that's so stupid, bro. I could do it whenever I want, however I want, any point of time, or whatever. I mean, and maybe I'm like, if you're I'm like, okay, top, good for sure. you. Maybe if you're like the penis that's, if you're like the male, the, the penis that is inserting, then sure. Okay, fine. But let me tell you something. Like when you have stuffed yourself with food, you don't want to stuff yourself with dick. There you go. You just don't. You really don't. And it's not like it's not like a like a, a digestive thing. It's just you just don't. It's not you are. I don't feel like sexy in the mood after eating. Well. I, I definitely don't. I have used this with couples that are clients of mine. I. I always say, okay, so what do you do to get in the mood? Like, what, what, how do you guys set it up? And nine times out of ten, they'll say, well, we'll start off with a date night. What do you do on date night? Nine times out of ten, we go out to dinner. But then we get home, and then we just kind of, like, don't feel like doing anything. We had pasta. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, so, and it's so it's so funny. And sometimes it's, like, almost unfair that I get paid for this. But I just, I just say, hey, listen, for another date night... Why don't you, for example, go to an arcade or go to game time or go uh, take a walk somewhere? Don't include food. Make food like, you know, something like eat a snack and then find something to do together that does not involve food. Um, because, by the way, eating after sex is fucking. I, I well, yeah, love that's what that. you want to do it, right? That's what you so, want to do it. So I tell them, I go, th- I go, try to reframe. So date night doesn't always have to mean food. So try to eliminate the food thing. Have a little snack before you leave the house. Go do something together, and then come back home and, and revisit and see. And and, and it's also like a time thing. Like I don't know. Like if I go out, if we go out on a date night, we're usually like you know at the restaurant by like seven because we're old, and. <laughs> You know, we're back home by like nine, nine thirty, and then like that shit that the you know the plane wants to land. You know, I'm time to go to it's time to bed. Like I'm not in the mood when I'm sleepy. I'm also not in the I'm rarely in the mood. You know, and I know that I'm like a particularly like picky person when it comes to that, and and whatever. But like. I imagine I'm not the only person out there that feels this way. No, no, you're not. Definitely not. And so, like, for when I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm getting like, you know, the nudge. Some 
if I don't have to wake up early in the morning, like I may be more amenable to the nudge. You know what the nudge is, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but other times, I know that I if I've been if I'm asleep and I get the nudge, sometimes what I have been what David's told me is that when he's tried to nudge me in the past and I'm asleep and I'm not aware of this because consciously I don't wake up, but I will like slap the shit out of him or be like, leave me alone. <laughs> and he's like, I tried to, I had tried to do like the one thirty. I'm like, really? I don't, re- I don't recall. And he'll like be pissed. And then eventually he's come to realize that I, I don't, I sleep talk and right, right. Yeah, it's so not it's you. Not you're me. in a different state. Correct. Your altered state. Um, but um, I don't know. I find like f- some sort of like I usually find that exertion leads to endorphins, which leads to like a flushing of like mm, yep. feelings. Yes. Yeah. And then like so like I would tell people like if you guys like work out together, like usually like you come back from the gym, it's a really good time. to get mm-hmm. I always feel like ready to go usually after I work out. Um yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, like I said, nine times out of ten, they come back and they're like, "Hey, so guess what happened?" You know? And I'm like, "Oh." I'm like, "All right, that's great." And I'm like, "That's then that's you know you got to find a formula that works for you." Yeah. You know? And um, and and just to be fair, because you know we always want to be fair and we always want to acknowledge or try to acknowledge everyone, but but there are couples who will eat a five course meal and go home and no problem and good, good for them. But, but sometimes it's that sometimes people associate it so strongly socially, like, Oh, date night is this and that should lead to that. And then yeah, it doesn't like one happen. Plus one equals two. Right. So like, but you not know, for everyone plus this equals sex. Right. It's but like, not for everyone. Right. So you got to play around with it and be, you know, kind of like think outside of the box, which is kind of like the fun in marriage, right. Is like, you're constantly thinking outside of the box to keep things fresh and, you know, try to keep things, you you know, new and, and, and energetic and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, but sex is currency. Are you a food sex person in like you, you bring out the whipped cream? Nope. Yeah. Me neither. I don't like a mess. <laughs> I'm very neat. I'm very neat. Oh, let's pour chocolate syrup nope. on the sheets nope. and no, no. Nope. I mean on pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> On my sheets. No, oh. thank you. I just not not. That's oh, I'm gonna eat this bistec empanizado off of your stomach. <laughs> no. Arroz con frijoles. Nope. Arroz that, con bollo. That, okay. Yeah, yeah, I said that. Um, <laughs> a little croqueta preparada. No. Nope. No. 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 Me neither. Neither. No. Yeah. No. But, you know. I the mess part for sure because I don't really. I, yeah, I don't want to make. I don't like a mess. I also, I really enjoy food and I really enjoy sex. I just feel like those things should be separate. Absolutely. They're two separate The events. sensory experiences are very different and I don't feel sexy when I eat. Mm. I just don't. Um, so I don't want to be like, you know, eating a slice of pizza, taking a dick up my ass. Like I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> or a banana for that matter. Or a whatever. It doesn't have to be sweet or savory. Like... Oh, I like that, I, and I like that. I keep to those two. I just don't yeah. need to have those at the same time. I don't. I enjoy the, the the things I enjoy about each one. I enjoy enjoying those things separately. Yeah, each in their own domain. Yes, because I'm very neat. 
<laughs> I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and it, that's, you know, that's where, you know, it could, it could be fun. And, and I, I think that that's like the, I, I love exploring within reason though. Yeah. Like I don't eat food on the bed, but, but, uh, but I like exploring within reason and like keeping things fresh and fun. Yeah. And, and that's, and, 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 but going back to what we were talking about before is I'm sure that the younger generation is going to find their way. I'm sure of it. I'm not worried about them. You also but, have to like have a good understanding of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, you got to be in a good place with, you with know, yourself. with yourself. Like, it's easier to explore. It's easier to enjoy, you know, intimacy with your loved one when you are good with you. Right. When you're free, when you don't have any hangups, like, like whatever, like I've been in a bet, like I've had better body composition and more like quote porn already, but I feel like David and I are having the best sex of our lives now, better now than ever before. Um, and that comes with time, with intimacy, with love, with, um, trust, you know, yeah. for the longest time I would have, I had, are you, are, have you, are you a, have you been a casual sex person? Nope, I, w- I never was. Okay, so as the casual sex person on this couch, having been that person, I know what it feels like to like want, to, which is problematic in the sense that you start to try to find your self worth through sexual partners. So like, right. if this person wants to fuck me, then I must be uh, worthy. Right, I you see. Know, and that's problematic. Yes, it is. Um, it could and be. then it could be very if you also have to use substances in order to get into a position to be able to go there, like I'm nervous. That's I don't, an added layer. So of I need to calm it, my anxiety in order to be able to have sex in order to feel worthy of it. You see how that becomes oh, absolutely, like a, right. and that is happens a lot, a lot, a lot, it's a lot. More common than not, yes. Yeah, and I've been down that rabbit hole enough times to understand and to truly value the relationship that I have today, and the freedom that comes with like the trust and the intimacy and intimacy that comes from being able be being able to feel confident um, in that I am enough, and that when like when David and I have sex, like I could tell that he feels like I am enough and it's, we're able to like definitely like have more fun with it and it's a more enjoyable experience. And it makes the timing of it all makes perfect sense because usually we reach that point at this point in our lives, 35 and over. Yeah. Uh, So I think that, that, that the timing of that is perfect and I agree with you. And that's when I was younger and, and people would say, Oh, you know, sex only gets better as you get older. I, I always kind of giggled at that and laughed and be like, no, that's impossible. I mean, I always associated the best sex of your life in your twenties and, um, and, and I couldn't have been more wrong, you know, like, sure. You know, that's, um, you know, one thing that for me, and I think that, you know, a lot of people struggle with too, I'm very, very sensitive and very vulnerable to, you know, the, the outside stressors of my life, you know, affecting my mood and, and, and be, and wanting to like get in the mood and things like that. Mm-hmm. Cause it drains you. It, it gets, it makes you more tired. It makes you more lethargic, you know? So, um, you know, that's why this past week I've, I've made some decisions and I'm really going to start slowing down a little bit. Um, I've taken on too much. And when you take on too much, you just, 
forget about what's important. And the, the you know, Lauren is the most important person in my life. And then my kids, you know, my kids, you know, right there with that. And uh, and once that starts to become, once that's sacrificed, once I'm not putting in the quality time, then then that then nothing else is worth it. I look at everything else. I'm like, why am I doing everything that I'm doing? Because if if I'm not there for them in every way, if I'm not showing up in every way, then I'm doing something wrong outside of that. I and uh, and a lot of a lot of people have a hard time with that because they're like, oh, well, you're just you're just doing what you have to do to make a living. It's like you know what? I'd rather live in a little shack and have quality time with my family than than not but um but going back to the intimacy part i'm the type of person that lets those stressors um affect me you know when i when i when you know when the intimacy time comes around and so i i'm like okay i'm gonna that's like a cue i'm like you know what i'm gonna slow down a little bit and i'm totally i made some decisions this week i've said no to a lot of things i've turned down a lot of things and i'm just like you know what i live in a world of abundance those opportunities will come back Right now, I need to focus on, you know, the things that are most important to me, which is, you know, obviously my family, but then also, you know, this podcast, uh, my private practice, uh, and then my current work. And then that's, that's all I'm going to, you know, and then, and I'm, I've simplified it. If you're present in what you're doing when you're doing it, then I don't think that you can, uh, ever have too much going on. Right. I mean, yes, there's only so many hours in the day. And so you can't be literally, you can't physically be in two places at once. Um, but if you're going to be working on something, um, then you're present in that. Like every time we record this podcast, I don't feel like your brain is anywhere else. I feel you totally here. I am totally here. Yeah. Um, and, but I know that when, I know there's been times when I'm like lying down next to David and we're like, we're both on our phones and we're just, neither one of us are there. You know, we may be next to each other, but he's doing work. I'm like looking at Instagram and neither one of us are present as opposed to when we're both locked into each other and we're both present. Um, you know, and that when we're intimate, it's, that's always the case. I don't ever feel like I'm anywhere else. Right. Um, and I know what that feels like. And so, yeah, I mean, that's how I would that's how I would balance it out just by. Make Going sure back to that, my whole like Eckhart Tolle, like be present, be conscious, present, blah, blah, blah. be present. Oh my gosh, I felt I felt so bad. I, I never go to the dog park with Lauren, especially in the summer. Um, and and yeah, it's it, gross. Yeah. So yesterday she went and and I was like, I was like, this is the moment. I was like, this is the moment. I got to go. I got to go. She left. She left to the dog park and like two minutes went by and I'm sitting in my bed and I'm going, these are the moments I got to go. And I, I got in my car and I followed her to the dog park. And I went and I surprised her and she was like, oh, my God. She's like, you're here. And then like two minutes later, it started pouring and we had to leave. And I was like, oh, I was like. But, you know, I I was present enough to like um, acknowledge that trigger yeah. and, and do something about it and take action and be proactive. And um, and that's super you were important. Say that you did it at the dog park. <laughs> Being that the, apparently like, this, this is, is the moment I'm gonna stick it in at the yeah, dark park. Apparently, like, since <laughs> the sex episode, I guess, I guess that that would have been a oh my really God, we had a sex episode. Yes. Oh, wow! It, it, it only took it only took ten episodes to get here, man. Oh my gosh, that's a that's very you know some podcasts take like a hundred episodes to get to this. So like we're it's we're our chemistry. It's the chemistry. We I mean, have, it was, you know, we're totally comfortable with everything that we do. We don't we're not shameful or shaming. No. 
There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. This is the thing, though. We talked. We said this. We were going to have the talks. And the, this is what it's we're, about. We're talking about things that you know people have always said. You don't say those things, or because you feel bad about it or ashamed about it. And I don't. I don't feel ashamed about it. I don't feel ashamed about anything we talk about. I, th- I, I fucking love it. It's it's true. It's real. And it's things that we've experienced because in our personal lives, you know, and like I've, I've helped. I know I've helped a lot of people through certain things, too. So it's like I know that there's certain things that people want to hear that maybe they feel they can't talk about. So. You know, I, and, and, and I love that. I love our demographic of listeners, you know, our straight listeners, our gay listeners, our, you know, all, our gay all listeners definitely love Carlos. You guys, Carlos has, um, has gays. Carlos has <laughs> gay fans. They like say things to me, which is annoying because, well, no, they say the things to me that I've gotten from straight women, which is, does Carlos have like a gay twin brother (laughs) that maybe like you could set me up with? I'm like, first of all, no, he doesn't have a gay twin brother. Second of all, it's really presumptuous of you to think that if he did, that they would want to get with you. Right, right. (laughs) Because you're assuming that they'd be the exact same person. Or they're like, wow, Carlos is almost perfect. And like, what's he not perfect? Oh, he's just not gay. And I'm like, uh, well, that is very nice and kind, and I receive it. And I'm no, very, it's I'm very it's flattered. Is well, what it's, it is. I, I'm flattered, bro. People tell me, I because I've been on the receiving end of from women being like, damn, George, like you're like the perfect guy. It's too bad that you're gay because if you weren't, <laughs> like you'd be like the perfect man. And I would say things at the beginning. I would, I felt like you, like, okay, yeah, that's a really nice thing to say. But then I started to think about it, and it's like you know that you probably would not like me if i was straight right because i would be a completely different person (laughs) yeah you would odds are that i would probably be a dick like some alpha dickhead like really latin oh my god in some parallel universe i'm picturing you like that that and that is not we would not have this podcast. No, no. Oh my God, no! I would he'd not be on like another, that. He'd probably be some sort of like uh, Republican he, Trumpster. He would be on a fantasy football podcast. He'd be the yeah. He'd be on a fantasy. No, yeah. Reference yeah, to yeah. episode nine. He'd Re- be like like a young Republican Cuban, <laughs> whatever in politics. Maybe probably a lawyer. Right. For, you know. No, I like this George. Fuck that yeah, guy. and you have straight fans too. Yeah, I'm on the receiving end of that, you know, where and I think that, you know, I'm I'm uh, it's funny because they connect, they connect with you and they're like happy that you're that that uh, that you exist, you know, like they're like, man, George is really awesome. And he says certain things that really like enlightens me and and I like his energy and and and, and I'm, I'm it's also, you know, they're like, because Carlos, you know, we know you and you're always like, you know, whatever we know. Yeah, yeah. But George is the one that brings a spark, you know, chispa, you know, and I'm like. Thanks. I agree. But damn, you know, you don't have to like put me down in the process. Yeah, I'm like body glitter. It's <laughs> 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 funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I got in that a lot. They're like, Carlos, you're all right. I mean, but George is, he's really awesome. He's a really, you know, very lucky to have him on. I'm like, you know what? We're lucky to have each other. It's and this chemistry. It's the chemistry. It takes it is, two. This, this does not exist without either one of us, you know? We're really like giving ourselves a lot of like. I am. I'm, I'm receiving it all. I don't give a fuck. Wow. I'm receiving it all. I am. I yes. This is very. <laughs> this is very masturbatory right now. I feel like we're really jacking ourselves off. 
our, you know, our eagles oh are getting God. really hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. So, um, the, what's, what's in store. So I've been struggling. I've been sick too. So I've been battling something for about two to three weeks and, I think a lot of it is owed to being overwhelmed, something I already talked about. So I'm I'm realizing, like you, you asked me earlier if I'm in tune with my body. Mm-hmm. And I am. Once I'm feeling a certain way, I can detect it. What I'm bad at is what leads to it. So if I've been, you know, I've been battling something for three weeks, I know it's because of an enhanced stress level. So it all kind of ties together to what I was saying earlier. And I just need to kind of slow down a little bit. So I've been battling. I've been Are you sleeping. Uh, I'm sleeping well, like eight hours a night. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm good. sleeping. Um, Are you and taking your supplements, taking my supplements. Good. Uh, so it's just a lot of movement throughout the day. Uh, living in Miami, Florida during the summer um, because of so much driving around that I do it's a lot of in and out of air conditioning in the heat into air conditioning in the, in the heat into air conditioning so that affects me so I've kind of gotten like chest congestion and you know uh, fighting a cold I had a fever a couple of weeks ago just haven't been feeling myself so but um, I'm the type of person that the one thing you should do when you feel that way is work out so the one thing that has not been sacrificed is working out diet has been a little off because of that because when I'm sick I crave different foods but um but I, I'm the exercising definitely I feel and it could be psychological, but it definitely feel I feel like I knock it out, like I knock everything out and I feel better. So I, I think that this week, you know, I'll, I'll feel better with that. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. Uh, but um, and I'm, I'm uh, you know, going to continue focusing on my nutrition and and, and and that's me, man. What about you? Uh, I'm with you. You're with me. I'm with you. We're, yes. And we're going to continue this running thing yeah, that we're doing I mean, Sundays. Every Sunday, 8 a.m. at the gym, we get on that damn runner yeah, and I run. I hope that we start to break it up soon because a 5K is literally three and a half, 3.3 miles. And we basically ran that whole shit today. So it's we like did. we're training this by just doing this over and over again. Like, Well, I think now it's going to be more about efficiency. Who knows? You know, you know I mean, I've done running programs and this is I'm I'm all like, listen, she writes it. I'll run it and we're going to participate with it and just take, let this journey take us wherever it wants to take us. You know, I would like for it to take me to 10 pounds less by Thanksgiving. So, OK, I can have a thing so Ooh, I can gain it all in one day. I'm joining you on that. Oh, no, no not <laughs> putting it back on. Man, the, my timing on that one was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. T- put it all back on one day. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna join you on that. Again, man. <laughs> nope. No. I, I, um, I, I, yeah. Hey, okay. Are you coming to 80s prom? It looks like it. Yeah. Okay, I'll be there. Yes. Absolutely. Word. So hopefully we'll get some more people out there. Um, I was thinking since it's the tenth episode. Tenth episode. Okay. I was thinking maybe we could read some of the. Well, you know how we always ask people to rate our podcasts five stars on iTunes. And you can also write a review. And you were telling me how um, we've gotten some really good reviews. And I thought it would be a really great way to close the episode with a good review on our 10th episode. I I, I definitely. And it's a sh- like just as, as a thank you to everybody who set something up. Carlos is going to pick one at random. And he's going to read it. Yes, I, I'm going to pick, I want 
I know George just said it. I'm just going to kind of say it again. Thank you for, I'm going to eventually read everyone's review. Really? Uh, I will eventually with time, you know, like, but, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 um, I, I want to acknowledge, we'll go with, I, I like the way this person opened it up. So this is from, um, it says nickname taken. So I don't know who it's from, but uh, five stars. And it says, the only podcast that I never check to see how much time is left until it's over. I love that. Okay. And it says, Carlos and George have great conversations about topics we can all relate to. Loving all of the episodes and I'm always looking forward to the next one. So I like that. It, it, that's a big Thank deal. Thank you, Nickname Taken, for yes. that awesome review. Yeah, because, I mean, it, that's a big deal because that's like the ma- the biggest thing in the podcast world is are people actually finishing your episodes and 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 i didn't i there's metrics that you always talk about that i don't know ever know i always when we first started this i i would tell you that we should always make it like 60 minutes or less 60 minutes or less yes and we i don't think we've Maybe one episode has I been mean, we'll, 60 minutes and 15 that's seconds. That's okay. We'll get, you know, we can get better at that if we wanted to. It's just, you know, I, I feel that if the feedback we're getting is that people are finishing, um, maybe it takes them a few times to sit down and listen to it through. They're not just getting it all done in one, like, sitting. Uh, but if they're finishing, then that says something. I mean, if eventually we feel we can shorten it, we have the ability to... To shorten it, you know, uh, but Why as are you of trying now, to limit my content, I would never do that. Thank you. Ever do that. <laughs> I'll just, this is, uh, yeah, yeah you, you don't have to, you don't have to take us all in one shot. You can, you know, you can enjoy this, these episodes over the course of a couple days, depending on how you choose to consume your content. Absolutely. Five course meal, binge it. By all means, whatever. <laughs> and, and with this podcast, you can always fuck after because you're never going to be full. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 Only I had the god damn it. Damn it. Hold on. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's not the one I wanted. That was a good one, though. That was a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. So where can uh, where can they find you on the interwebs, Carlos? So, well, again, uh, just kind of go back to the beginning because I really liked your idea. So I want to touch up on it again. Mm-hmm. Um, if any if any of you want to submit an idea for a logo, uh, you can uh, you can submit it to Moaka Media at Gmail dot com. And also any comments, concerns, questions that you may have. Um and our Instagram handle is at uh, Moaka Media, mm-hmm. right? And George on Instagram, you are George I Sanchez, and I am Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC. And I hope that you will reach out to us. Thank you so much. I am so excited for this being our tenth episode, George. Thank you for everything. It's been magical so far. You're very welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. stupid <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's all we got for today Bye. i hope you enjoyed